Well, you're listening to Guad.Rocks, God of the World and Other Things. I'm Kenny Price, your host. Our mission, you got it, advancing equilibrium in the midst of an agitated world. This is Season 11, Episode 242. Title, What About the Conscience? Subtitle, Miniseries Voices from the Past, Reading Number 4. This episode is reading number four in the 20-part miniseries, Voices from the Past, and is found on page 152, dated May 31st. As I mentioned in reading one, my goal in recording this miniseries is to share with you a sample of the well-done book by the same name and to advance the peace of God in your life in the midst of this agitated world by featuring five readings each on four topics, the providence of God, prayer, God's provision in our lives, and personal purification. As always, special thanks to General Manager John Rawlinson and publisher of The Banner of Truth for permission to record 20 chosen daily readings from the daily devotional book, Voices from the Past, Volume 1, edited by Richard Rushing. Full copyright information is in the show notes, along with a hyperlink to the publisher to order the book and get a copy of it for yourself. The following reading is from Sermons, pages 94 through 112, by Samuel Ward. Ward was a Puritan minister born in 1577 and died at the age of 62 in March of 1639. He was well-educated and successful as a minister. He was highly revered by the people in spite of being hassled twice by the religious establishment for nonconformity, which was a trait of the people who became identified as Puritans. It's interesting to note that he was one of the scholars involved with the translation and preparation of the King James Version of the Bible. Click on the name Samuel Ward in the show notes for a full bio article on the Banner of Truth website. This morning I was sitting outside with my wife having our morning devotion. There was an explosion so loud that it was concussive. I don't know what it was. I immediately called the police They took my information and said that it was most likely the work going on just southwest of us. They're blasting a limestone hillside there. There is blasting going on all over our city. It's a sad and terrible thing in my estimation because of what they're doing to the beautiful countryside here. But the blasting is almost always a series of muffled sounds because the explosive charges are below ground. Tennessee is basically solid limestone just below the surface. I told the 911 operator that this was different. It was global. It was concussive. Not a transformer blowing, not a shotgun blast. It was global and concussive like thunder. Quite disturbing. Friend, this reading on the conscience is so explosive to the soul that you will, I think, want to listen to it one time through, which is just a few minutes, and as I recommended in the last reading, then go back through and pause phrase by phrase. As you hear the words of this reading, I'm telling you up front that they are global in impact and concussive, but in a good way. It's sad today that many, perhaps most people, have no understanding of what the conscience is, nor do they even care to know. Conscience is defined as an inner voice or feeling viewed as acting as a guide to the rightness or wrongness of one's behavior. See the show notes for a great article on the conscience. Acts chapter 24 verse 16 says, I always take pains to have a clear conscience toward both God and man. The little spark of conscience left after the sin of Adam is suffocated through a daily custom of sinning. 
Its eyes are pecked out, its mouth stopped, and the very heart of it wounded and quenched. The conscience is an inbred faculty, a noble and divine power planted of God in the soul. It is a judge, determining, absolving, and condemning. It is a recorder and a testifying witness. In the will and affections, it is jailer and executioner, punishing and rewarding. My conscience bids me, forbids me, smites me, checks me, and comforts or torments me. God has given it force and power. It is God's spy in our bosoms, a most exact notary of whatever we think or do. It is God's lieutenant and principal commander. There is no getting away from it. There is greatness and sovereignty in it. A good conscience comes by Christ's blood. If it rages as the sea, Christ calms it. In Christ, there is no condemnation. Do you desire to maintain a good conscience? A good conscience extends itself to all areas without a breach in one commandment. It extends to great and small duties as well. Most of all, it strains at gross sins, yet it does not swallow gnats. A good conscience not only avoids scandalous blemishes and stains, but blushes at the very appearances of evil. It does not just seek a safe conscience, but an excellent one. It desires not just the lawful, but the honorable. The conscience views each day as the brief of a man's whole life. It is bounded by night and the morning as with birth and death and seeks to not let slip one day's watch to have lived by a good conscience. The conscience is a vessel that needs to be kept pure and clean every day. We must daily seek to wash and keep it pure. And with that, my friend, I bid you peace.